We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu, and he says, Happy Valentine's Day! Yes! Indeed, because as of the day that we're recording this video, it is Valentine's Day! That's right! And that's why it's very appropriate that our feature topic today on On the Road with Mickey is our top five Disney romantic movies of all time. And, you know, Disney asterisk, when I say Disney, I mean Disney slash Pixar. You all knew that, though, so it's no big deal. But it's top five Disney romantic movies of all time. So I am very excited because everyone on the show, everyone that's been listening forever, knows that I am an absolute hopeless romantic. Yep. So I get so, it from him. I'm going to tell you right now, this is my jam right here. But first, <laughs> oh, I'm so God, sorry. Bless you. Bless I'm you, sorry. Daddy. How's fine. that for a wake up if you're listening early in the morning? <laughs> wake up, wake it's up. It's fine, Daddy. You managed to move away from the mic, so it was relatively quiet. That's okay, right. good. It really was. Well, anyway, <laughs> first we have some cheddar from the big cheese and Brenda. You start us off this week. All right. Well, in Disney Treasure cruise ship news, Disney recently revealed some pictures of the bow of the ship featuring Captain Minnie Mouse. Here's a picture. Oh, I love that motif of her. She's kind of got an explorer's outfit on. That's yeah. very nice. She's so I fancy. I thought that was so cool. I'm like, I got to I got to save it so we can share it. It looks yeah. beautiful. I wonder what the um, figurehead on the ship is going to be. I don't know, but this is reason 1,752,468 <laughs> why you should be watching us on YouTube, right? Absolutely. You oh, go. and look, I didn't even realize it, but she's got little Pluto motifs framing her too. Very cute. That yeah. looks beautiful. It does. It'll be really cool. And that ship. Sales, original sailing, inaugural sailing is in December of this year. Yeah. So, getting ready. Getting ready. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Well, Daddy, it's your turn now. It's my turn. Turn, not term, but turn. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I know what I'm thinking. In Magic Kingdom news, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is the retheming of Splash Mountain, is going to open this summer. It was originally slated to open late 2024. Now it says summer 2024. So they are Yay, moving that schedule, schedule up by several months. Yes, so, I yeah. actually, I was scrolling through TikTok recently, and I think I saw something from the Disney Parks um, channel, the official one, and it was talking about that, and it had like a jazz band, and there was Lewis playing the trumpet, Lewis the Alligator, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, how soon is that away? Well, thank you for answering my question. Yeah, yeah. coming quickly. It is coming quickly. Of course, 
it's Disney, so there is no date. Mm, it just not. says summer 2024, which might mean what September 19th, the day before the end of summer. It it could be. It <laughs> Who knows? Could be. Or it know. could mean June 22nd, the day after the first day of summer. It we don't sure know. That's true. That's or true. maybe it'll even be earlier. Maybe it'll be Sophie's birthday. Now, Daddy, I'm sorry, but my birthday is officially in the spring season. I know. That's why I said maybe earlier. Maybe. Never know. You never Who knows? Know. We're we'll just see. excited they're not going to wait all the way till the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, Sophie, you've got some cheddar, too. Yes. We're going two for two. Moana news two weeks in a row. Last week, we announced a surprise trailer that Moana 2, the animated sequel to the first movie, is coming out this November, November 2024. Well, now we have a release date for the live-action Moana that is going to be hitting the theaters next year, June 27th, 2025. Awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Moana news. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to both of them. I mean, the music of Moana is so good, and hearing it again in a theater would be really cool. And it'd be really neat if Disney re-released Moana just before Moana Two came out, so you could almost like see it back to back. They sometimes that, do that. They yeah, do. they did that with the um, Avatar series. Mm-hmm. Oh, good so, thing that was yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of neat. But anyway. That is our cheddar from the big cheese. And now we are moving on to our feature topic, our top five Disney romantic movies of all time. And Brenda starts us off this week. We're counting down from number five, which is our fifth favorite romantic movie, to number one, which is our top dog, numero uno, nothing can beat it. So that's the way we're doing our order. Well, there you go. Well, I'm wondering how many duplicates we'll have this time. I am too, and we'll yeah. see. So what's well, number five on your list, Brenda? Well, number five on this list was hard, y'all. It was. But I did I did get it down and this one is this one is a live action um romance. It's not animated, and it is enchanted. Ooh. Oh, good one. I good love one. Enchanted, and I love the music from Enchanted. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read the little synopsis thing because I wasn't sure how much to prepare for the show. But it says, in the fairy tale land of Andalasia, pretty young Giselle frolics with her woodland pals and falls in love with the handsome Prince Edward. But when Giselle arrives at the castle to marry her Prince Charming, his evil stepmother sends the princess to be... In a place where there are no happy ever afters, New York City. Cynical divorce lawyer Robert comes to her rescue, but can Giselle find her way back to her true love? Hmm. Mm. You'll have to watch to see. Giselle is Amy Adams, right? Yes. And I love Amy Adams. Oh my gosh, she is so adorable. And it's Patrick... What's his Patrick name? Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey oh my from Grey's Academy. Grey's Academy. La la. Grey's that, Anatomy. They were a, Grey's Anatomy. They were a really uh, good couple. They are. They're a great couple in that. Yeah. You're right. But Amy Adams. Oh. 
Yeah, and I love the music. I just oh yeah, I do it's, too. It's great. Happy it's working great. song. Yeah, <laughs> when she's cleaning the apartment. Oh my gosh, that was so. It's hysterical. Yeah, and all the oh, birds and everything. And the cockroaches are coming out of the. Oh, it's nasty. <laughs> well, there goes all the romance. Yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, still a great romance, though. So. Oh my. Yeah. Well. That is and, a you know, great don't forget, start. Zena uh, Menzel is in it. Adina uh -huh. Menzel is in it as well. Yeah. So, yeah, like her a lot from Frozen, which is yeah. I know made Sophie's list. <laughs> this is one of the lists where I can confidently say <laughs> that Frozen will not be making an appearance on for any of us, Daddy. Well, you're right. Frozen did not make the list for me. Because that's a story of sisterly love and overly played songs. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I, I agree with the sisterly love part, but sisterly love is very important, I have to say, because I have two beautiful, wonderful sisters. Yes, yeah. but it does not coexist with romantic love, I think. That's true. You're right. You're that's right. True. So number five on my list... I I don't know. This might be a dark horse. You all will have to tell me. Mm. But number five on my list is Wally. And Not I a dark horse. That's number five. It's number Not five. Not a on dark my list. horse at all. It's it's uh, number five on my list because um, so much of Wally focuses on the condition of Earth. And the trash buildup and everything like that, but there's there's that that storyline of Wally and Eve, and what I really love about it, and it it reminded me of you, Brenda, with your Aww. mom. It did. Um, so when sweet. when he was when he had the new the new card put in, and he didn't remember, and I thought, oh my gosh, it's like an and and I'm sorry, but it's like an Alzheimer's thing. But then love very won, much won like out. That. Love yes. won out. And she brought his memories back. Yes. Because of her love. And I thought, yeah. I thought, isn't it amazing how non-sentient, you know, robotic creatures can teach the, a thing or two about love? That's for sure. So, but so Wally really, that's a is great number five. Selection. It is number five on my list. I have four that... I think I maybe could have switched one or two, but um, but I want to stick with my list. So That's Wally. good. All right. What about you, Sophie? All right. Well, Wally will be making an appearance on my list. I'll tell you that right now, but it's going to be higher than number five. Okay. So my number five is actually going to be Tangled. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that Tangled's on Daddy's list. You could count on it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so I love Tangled. I love I... Tangled. And anyone can really understand why it is a romantic movie. You have the um, hardened criminal, the wanted criminal, as Gothel calls Flynn. You have him. <clears throat> he is currently only acting in his own interests. And then he stumbles upon this tower. 
he meets this girl that has never left this tower and he has no idea why. And then she's like, listen, I want to go do this and you're going to help me or else you're never going to get that crown back. And so he begrudgingly helps her out. He tries to scam her out of her side of the deal a couple of times, at least twice. But as he learns about her and as she helps him to escape the guard horse Maximus and as he learns more about her, he realizes, oh, wow, this girl, I care about her a lot. And by the end of the movie, he is risking his own life for her safety. And if that is not a sign of devotion, I don't know what is. Let's just say he has set my standards rather high. <laughs> but not only that. And this is just about his character design. When they were designing Flynn Rider, they actually went and asked all of the female employees at Disney what they found most attractive in a guy. And Flynn is an accumulation of all those attractive traits. So that just says he's meant to be loved. I'm going off on a tangent here. I love Tangled, okay? Yeah. I do think there are more um, romantic stories that Disney has made than Tangled, but it made my top five. It's a great choice. Yeah. It's a great choice. All right. Aunt Brenda, what's number four? Well, number four on my list is Aladdin. Everyone oh, knows good. the story of Aladdin and Jasmine, but you know, it's just, I love that. I think that's one of the great love stories. And I, I have um, the little blurb, it just doesn't say much considering how much detail Sophie is going into. But Aladdin is a lovable street urchin who meets Princess Jasmine, the beautiful daughter of the Sultan of Agrabah. While visiting her exotic palace, Aladdin stumbles upon a magic oil lamp that unleashes a powerful, wisecracking, larger-than-life genie. As Aladdin and the genie start to become friends, they must soon embark on a dangerous mission to stop the evil sorcerer Jafar from overthrowing young Jasmine's kingdom. I like stories, too, where, the well, I guess a lot of them are, the female is, I mean... Yeah, I mean, the female that doesn't have power in the beginning ultimately is is the prize, like the total prize, like they have, you know, ultimate power over their loved loved one. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Jasmine would say she's not a prize to be won. But... I, of course she would. But, and she's right. But she is. She <laughs> is a prize because she is. She's a everything that a princess should be. Yeah. And she's she's. Yeah. And you know what? I love Aladdin a lot, and I love the story of it too. I think Aladdin is one of the few Disney movies where I think the live-action version of it actually elevated the story. It's a lot like the live-action Cinderella because in the live-action one, we do focus a little bit more on Jasmine and Aladdin. I didn't think we could focus any more on them, but we do. And so for that reason, yeah. I agree with you. Aladdin is a very romantic movie, 
but especially the live action one. Totally agree with that. I'm because a live like, action person too. Yeah. Because she she was not interested in it at all. No. She wasn't. No, she wanted but, to rule the country just as she was. I mean, she yeah. could have easily yeah. having given the chance and yeah. And then through the course of the story, she realizes, hey, this guy here is worth giving a chance. And she does. And it turns out very well for her. Yeah. yeah. Well, Aladdin wasn't on my list. It wasn't and, on my list either. And the but, reason oh. it wasn't on my list um, predominantly was because so much of the original part of the story was about Aladdin looking out for number one. Yeah, you know, and then uh, it's kind of like the at the end. Flynn. Yeah, in a way, yeah, in a way. Um, yeah, and you're right, and so, um, and 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 this movie that I chose, which is probably this was probably the hardest choice I had to make. Oh, number three, two, and one kind of lined up really well. Number four, I had a hard one to deciding. And number five, I was pretty set on Wally. I maybe could have switched five and four um, now that I think about it. But number four, it's not so much that it's a romantic story, it's the romantic subplot. And I'm talking about cars. And I'm talking Aww, about Lightning cute. McQueen and Sally. Sweet. And, and and a lot of the same premise there, though, you know, Lightning McQueen was all about Lightning McQueen. And how can I, how can I work the system for me? You know, and yeah. it wasn't until much later that he realized, wait a minute, this people in Radiator Springs kind of mean a little bit more to me than I thought they, that I would let them mean. And and of course Sally was like just just really sweet car couple, you know. Yeah. So so Cars is number four on my list. Um, in, in thinking about it, maybe I should have put Cars at number five and Wally at number four. But anyway, um, that's the way I did it. So that's why I'll stick with it. But that sounds good. Four, I have Cars, and it's mainly because of Lightning McQueen and Sally. And you know, we we talked about it's romantic love we're looking at, um, not best friend brotherly love or sisterly love. Mm-hmm. So, but there is a really cool. There's a lot of really cool things to think about with regards to Mater and Lightning McQueen and how oh, yeah. how how good of buds they are, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's sweet. So number four is cars. All right. Is it my right. turn now? It is your turn now. All right. Well, when I originally went into this, this movie was actually the first one that came to my mind. And so I would have put it at number one, but after I thought about it more, I realized that there are still movies that I prefer to this one. However, this is easily one of the most most romantic movies that Disney has put out recently, or should I say Pixar has put out. Uh And I'm actually talking about Elemental. Oh, good story. It is a good story. It is, and this movie was specifically um, marketed to be a romantic 
movie. It was directed and written by people who are actually experienced in writing romantic comedy TV shows. And it's it does that does translate into the movie. Um, another reason that it came to mind first was it was one of the most recent romantic movies that Disney yeah. slash Pixar released after a huge dry spell of no romance in yeah. their movies. And so yeah. it was a very welcome change for me. But also, I really like this movie because I actually relate to it a little bit. Because this movie, it's not so much, uh, I don't relate to the cultural differences between the male lead and the female lead, that is Wade, the water guy, and Ember, the fire girl. I don't relate to their differences, but I do relate to the fact that they are two young adults. They are learning about each other and they realize that they like each other and they are having to navigate that along with navigating their other relationships, such as their parents, who mm -hmm. Ember is worried her dad won't like her new boyfriend. Wade is pretty confident that his family will like Ember, but still a little bit like hesitant. They're both just trying to figure things out. Yeah. That's a great story. And it is. And you it know, is it's a great story. And I'm going to tell you right now, when I first watched it in the theaters, I was crying. I was crying like a water person. <laughs> well, you know, you're right, Sophie. It's it's an, it's a it was refreshing from the standpoint that Disney or Pixar specifically doesn't often have much in the way of romantic movies. They have a lot of times they'll have a romantic subplot, but not a romantic movie. And this actually is it's it's this generation's kind of opposites attract kind of sort of movie, you know? And so so it's really kind of cool that they went into that angle of it deliberately thinking this is kind of a romantic movie. So it's yeah. a good choice. It is. That's a great choice. Very current. Yeah. <laughs> was that a water pun? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, but that was good. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. That was good. So, Brenda, what do you got for number three? Number three is a classic uh, love story. Well, maybe not. I don't know. To me, it's, it's Beauty and the Beast. That is it's beauty and the beast. And of course, it's a Way love to go, of Mrs. Beast and Belle. And, you know, he's an arrogant jerk who puts no value on anything. He's a spoiled brat. And then the witch comes and curses him and says that he's going to be cursed as a beast. And all of his staff will be cursed forever unless he can fall in love and have someone fall in love with him. And, and then... The sweet Belle comes to replace her father, who he's put in prison, and she takes her father's place because she's a hero. And she softens his heart, and she reads to him, and she teaches him to read. You know, she just makes him a better person all the way around. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, they don't they don't make it in time for the last petal to fall off the rose, but still, just like just like entangled they are able to 
get the blessing. I yeah. say so. It's a great yeah. story. It is a great story. And you know what? When we saw on the dream Beauty and the Beast in the sh- live show, mm-hmm. the way they did that ending moment when the characters, when Lumiere and Cogsworth and all the others kind of seize up. Because the last pedal has fallen. Yeah. The way they did that on the ship was phenomenal. I mean, like, it just pulled your heart out. Yeah. You know? And you're like. Oh and you God. knew the story. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the way they were able to portray that as these characters are moving and all of a sudden they have to stop. And yeah. it was just. Oh, man, it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's a great choice, Brenda. Thank you. It did not make my list. It did not make your list? What was your number three? No, and the reason it didn't, I think, in many ways, is because I figured it would be on others. But also, um, I don't know, maybe it just, maybe I think of it as being too overchosen. But it's, but I mean, it's a great. It's a really great choice and you're right. It is about as it's about it's a story about as much about true love as there is. Yeah. You know? And you're right. She showed him that he could be better than he was. And the way you explain it makes me almost regret that it's not on my list now. <laughs> <laughs> but number 3 is a great movie and it has a lot of romantic overtones to it. Um, this is not necessarily the romance of a husband and a wife or a boyfriend, girlfriend, or anything like that. This is more of a family romance. And number three for me is Coco. And the Aww. reason it's on there is because he loved, he loves his family so much that he didn't want to be forgotten. Yes. And Really, the only reason he was hanging on is because his girl remembered him. His Mm. girl, you know, she had not forgotten, even though she was trapped in her mind in many ways and could not really articulate it. She had not forgotten her daddy. And it's like, dude, that just hits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not romance because obviously his his wife thought, oh my gosh, he just left us. And really that wasn't it, but but so much of that storyline is about that. But in the end, it comes down to his little girl did not forget him. You know? And that's why it's on my list. So that's beautiful. All right. So Sophie, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. you got a number three. Oh, yeah, I have a number three. I was just thinking about Daddy's Choice. Yeah. Do you agree with it or no? I'd, like I said, familial love and romantic love do not coexist. Yeah. At least not for the same person, I would hope. No, of course not. No, of course not. All right. All well. right. Well, anyway, um, my next choice is going to be one of my favorite movies, 
overall from Disney, and that is The Princess and the Frog. Yeah, that is definitely a Sophie favorite. Yes. Yeah. And in the same vein as Aladdin, it all starts with Tiana or Jasmine, as your choice was, Aunt Brenda. Neither of them are interested in love. Neither of them are. They have other goals to um, strive for. With Tiana, it was her career. With Jasmine, it was her kingdom. And then this boy comes traipsing his way into her life. And in the same vein as Tangled, this boy, Naveen, is kind of self-serving. Very self-centered. Yeah. Yeah. But over the course of the movie, because, you know, it all started with a kiss. It all started with a kiss, and that went horribly wrong to start. But as you get through the movie, you realize they maybe did not regret that kiss as much as they thought they did. At least Tiana did not regret it quite as much. Um, And so keep in mind... This movie happens very fast, I think, because it starts like, I want to say, three days before Mardi Gras. And then by the time Mardi Gras rolls around, he's wanting to propose to her. She is about to say yes. And then, of course, comes the part where they fail to kiss the princess and they stay as frogs. But you realize it's not quite such a tragic thing that they're frogs because they have each other and then of course they get married when tiana becomes naveen's wife she becomes a princess so they kiss and the curse is lifted happily ever after they didn't need to be human to have that happily ever after i think i think they would have been just fine as frogs but i'm trying to think of what i'm gonna say As long as they have each other, they will be happy. And sure, it's great that Tiana got her restaurant and Naveen is part of it. And his parents are happy with him and everything is well. But everything would have been well as long as they had each other, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a great story. It is a good story. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great love story. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Brenda. All right, we're down down to to two and one, aren't we? Yes, we are. (laughs) Okay, well, number two for me is Wally. Yeah, it made it way far down compared to yours, Mike. But I'm going to read the little synopsis in case people don't know. Wally, short for Waste Allocation Load Lifter Earth Class is the last robot left on Earth. He spends his days tidying up the planet one piece of garbage at a time, but during 700 years, Wally has developed a personality and he's more than a little lonely. Then he spots Eve, a sleek and shapely probe sent back to Earth on a scanning mission. Smitten Wally embarks on his greatest adventure yet when he follows Eve across the galaxy. I think Eve represents life for him. She... It's like his, you know, what they say is as long as there's hope, people could stay alive forever. But the minute they lose hope, they're done for. And I think he, I think he found life in her. And I just love that story. I love that story. Yeah. It's a sweet story. 
Yeah. It's a great story. And he's it's, cute. It's, he's very cute. And so is she. It's really cute. Yes. Yeah. So. So super, that's it. I watched it the <laughs> other night on Disney yeah. Plus, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is on the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so great. All, All right. right. Well, what is your number two, Mike? I'm just dying of curiosity about your two and one. Number two on my list is Tangled. Ah. For many of the same reasons Sophie mentioned. Yeah. Um, Tangled is, you know, I think the the overarching theme for a lot of these movies is how someone can make someone look at themselves and want to be a better person. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what happens here. We all, we, we know the story. Flynn Rider was all about Flynn Rider, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. on and on and on. But one line, absolute one line, it just gets me every single time. And he tells her, you were my new dream. And I'm yeah. like, oh man, it's just like boom, oh, right there. You know? I know that's true. <laughs> that is great. So, golly, it's just like Yeah. It's just That is great. And whenever when when she sees her mom and dad and they all collapse yeah. together. And you you know this guy is crying right along with them. And yeah. then they, and then they they reach out to Flynn Rider. He's like, I don't know, what should I do? And then they reach out and they pull him in. And it's just like, it just cements the deal, you know? Yeah. That's so, great. Tangled. Tangled has a lot of the feels for me. It's number two on my list. Yeah. And, and I think that's a good spot for it. So. Yep. That's definitely, that's, that's such a compliment, too. That's such a, I mean, to for them to think of that. It's like that movie as good as it gets with with uh the guy from The Shining, what's his name? Jack Nicholson, Jack yeah. Nicholas, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholas. And Helen Hunt Jack and they're Nicholson. in that movie. Nicholson. Jack Nicholas and, uh, was the golfer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Nicholson makes like a he completely insults Helen Hunt. Did you see it? He oh, says yeah. the worst thing ever to her and then she says, "Pay me a compliment now." And he says, you make me want to be a better man. And her whole face is like, oh my God. Like, where did that come from? Because he's such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's the same with Tangled. It's like they're, they become better men. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. everyone becomes edges. better. Everyone yeah, but there's a big better. difference between super selfish thief people who become better and regular normal people that become better. Well, yeah, but still it's a great way of showing it for sure because love makes everyone better. I'm just going to say that right now. If love does not make you better, then are you really in love? And do you really deserve the person you're supposedly in love with? Exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head right there. Sister. I was waiting (laughs) for Brenda to say sister. Well, no, because she's your sister from another Miss Daddy. I'm just her niece. <laughs> That's right. She's right on, though. She's my soul sister, though. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Which 
because I have a feeling I'm looking at all our lists uh -huh. and I actually think that number two and number one are forming like the peak of the mountain, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's all are. coming to a head. I'm wondering I if yours feeling, and I are the same, yours and mine are the same because that happens a lot with us, Sophie. I think for our number one, all three of us are going to have the same answer. Oh, really? So, yeah. So wow. I, it's still my number two. Yeah. So what's number two, Sophie? Well, my number two was originally going to be my number one, but seeing you guys and making a prediction, which I'm 80% sure is right, I'm going to swap my number two and my number one for the sake of consistency. My number two is Wally. That was originally going to be my number one. Okay. Okay. Wow. But I'm like making a bet here. So we'll see if I'm right and if what I did made sense or not. My number two is now Wally because I still don't understand why it was so low on your list, Daddy. Like, you see these two characters, they are the most romantic couple Pixar has made aside from Wade and Ember. And we start out on this barren, desolate land. Wally uh -huh. is completely alone. Like we've seen all of his um He does have his robots. friend. He does have his friend, the cockroach. Yep. Who buries like himself his inside a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. How does that make you want to have a Twinkie? <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Point is he is alone. Yeah. He we see him. He had friends, but for some reason they all stopped working they all ran out of battery or they broke or something but wally is different because in his alone time he's developed a glitch he has developed humanity yeah yeah and we see this and we see his human dreams he is real he really is a human in a robot's body because he loves human culture he loves life and that's not something he can experience firsthand but still he tries and he's developed his own sort of sense of it and then then in the middle of a most mundane day he actually finds life in the form of that plant and he is enthralled with it and then Eve comes and she is just like all of the people who came before, well, all of the robots who came before Wally. She is a mechanical being made to do only one thing. And Wally's like, oh goodness, looking at her, all she does is work. Like, there's no soul to her, but there very much could be. And so he tries to connect with her. And all the while, he's trying to connect with her this beautiful romantic song by not, is it Billy Armstrong? I don't know, honey. Some jazz player that I can't remember. Yes, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. I'm sorry. I'm so uncultured. All the while, that song is playing in the background while he's trying to befriend her or even woo her because he thinks she's the most beautiful thing since, well, life. Forever. <laughs> yes. And the song is La Vienne Rose. Yes. And finally, he gets through to her. 
And when she finally decides to entertain him for a while, he's so happy. He shows her everything he's seen so far. And it all comes to a head with that plant. He is showing her what she could have. And so while she doesn't recognize it yet because that plant was her purpose, she has fulfilled her job and we see it when she goes to sleep. He is so distraught because he's worried something is wrong with her and he is so sad of being alone. So he follows her all the way to space. He realizes that there are more robots just like her and he adopts them as his friends as well. But Eve is special. She is different from them all, even from the other robots who look just like her. She is his Eve. And as the movie progresses, not only does she open herself up to this glitch of humanity that Wally has, and she gets it too, because we see she definitely has humanity in her, even though she is a robot. And by the end of the movie, they're basically two humans. Two humans that are mechanical. The only thing separating them from the humans that made them is the fact that they are not made of flesh and blood. That's it. And it's like seeing two people thrive together. It's a very romantic movie. It is. It is very beautiful. All right, Brenda. Well, well said. I just am shocked that... I'm surprised that you think that we all have the same number one. If we all have the same number one, I'm going to be ultra surprised. Say it. Should we all say it? No, you say it, Brenda. Well, my my number one is up. Oh. See, are you surprised? (laughs) I was a little surprised. Okay, well, see, I was not thinking we were going to all have number one, but the story about up it it, for anyone who hasn't seen it the film centers on carl fredrickson an elderly widower who travels to south america with wilderness explorer russell in order to fulfill a promise that he made to his late wife ellie along the way they meet a talking dog named doug and encounter a giant bird named kevin who is being hunted by an explorer charles Muntz, whom carl has idolized in childhood but the story of carl and Ellie just ripped me, just ripped my heart out. I just, there's something about it that just, mm-hmm. <laughs> can't, I don't even have words. I just, I can see, I can see that. I've seen that a lot in my life. Like, yeah, just longing for you know, what you have and what you missed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's up because to me, that's the, that's lasting love that I just believe it does last forever. When it's true love, it does last forever. So Uh for me, it's very romantic. Even though the movie really centers on other things, that is the, that's what grabbed me. Yeah. It's the, it's not the primary subplot. It's not the primary plot because right. because Ellie is gone. No. But his so he's it's trying not. To but fulfill it is, but it is for the her. it's the overarching whole theme. Right. Because yeah. of that love, 
And Up is number one on my list. Oh my God! What? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Carl okay, I and was Ellie. Just completely wrong then. Carl and Ellie is the quintessential love story of yes. all time. Yes. There's several things on here. One, the five minute scene of love and tragedy all rolled into one with that incredible music is one of the most poignant moments in any movie, period. End of story. And what makes it so incredible is that it's in the moments of tragedy that the person you love clings to you even more, you know? And that's what makes that story. And of course, my mom is Ellen. Sophie's meanwhile, and my dad has called her Ellie for 50 plus years, you know? Sweet. And what's really cute is, you know, they, you know what? May 1st will be their 60th wedding anniversary. Wow. Yeah. It dawned on me when I was taking mom home, and I'm like, after the cruise, and I was like, wow. And what was really adorable. And they may not have even noticed because I was about to leave, but um, they may not have even known I was still there. But when I was about to leave after taking mom home, dad got out of the off the couch and went over to mom and they hugged each other and kissed. And it was so adorable, Sophie. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, my parents still know what romance is. So sweet. Oh, it that's was, so sweet. I love so it. Cute. It was so Aww. cute. But that story, I mean, it spans a lifetime. Yes. You know, they did not have the quintessential, you know, two kids in a car and all that in a house because they had tragedy that took that opportunity from them. Yeah. But that didn't matter. I mean, they weren't meant to have that right. and everything they were meant to have each other yes. and they have each other and they had each other from the moment they met until the moment that she died you yeah. know so and, and she still had him yeah and she would always had have her him. and and she left her book for him mm-hmm. yeah and it's just a, an incredible Incredible story And that's I agree why, I'm so that's shocked why that we had the same one, one. <laughs> That's why it's number one on my list Yeah, well, yeah I'm even more shocked Because Yeah we don't I, know what your number one is <laughs> How am I the only one that had Lady and the Tramp on our list oh. Well you know That's a great story I don't know It is a great story It is a great story and had I known, I would have kept Wally as my number one. <laughs> well, call it 1A and 1B. How about That's that? Right. Mm. That's well, either right. Either way, Lady and so the Tramp is So you like my wallpaper, my... Sophie? Yes. Yes. I thought that was a clue as to what one of yours was. Oh, for I can see you, why you thought that for sure. Yeah. For those yeah. of you who are not... um watching us on YouTube. Daddy has a background right now and it is topiaries from one of the flower and garden festivals of Lady and the Tramp from the titular movie. 
And so for that reason, I was like, it is too early for the flowering garden festival. He must have that wallpaper because that's one of his choices. <laughs> and you kept on saying other things besides Lady and the Tramp. And I was like, is that his number one? Because if that's my number two and it's his number one, I'm, I can't live with that. <laughs> oh. Well, we it's just okay. changed it all up. Yeah. It's fine. It's still a very romantic movie. It is. And, and I mean, it is. that I whole like... scene with the spaghetti and the meatball. Yeah. And I quite like it because unlike many of the other um, movies that were on my list, this one does involve the family. Like in the other four movies that I said, family either was not there for the case of Wally and Eve and for Rapunzel as well because she was trapped in a tower. But for like Elemental and the Princess and the Frog, their families did exist. They just weren't involved with the romance very much. And if they were involved in the case of Elemental, they were either meant to sort of act as an obstacle to overcome in order to have the relationship, but with Lady and the Tramp, her family is very much involved and they are not seen as like some hurdle that we need to jump in order to have what we have. They're seen as just an extension of her. And Tramp, obviously he is kind of like a street urchin he doesn't really have a family of his own. He doesn't understand the appeal of ladies. But by the end of the movie, not only is she in love with him, not only does she take him as her own and have his puppies too, but he is part of her family. So it's as much a story about adopted um, relationships as it is about romance. Because yeah. he is... Um, by the end of the movie, he is just as much a part of her circle as she is. While as in the beginning, he was an outcast. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things I like about Tramp that kind of is different than characters like like Flynn Rider and Aladdin and so forth and the, the mm-hmm. Beast and so forth is that he recognized his feelings for Lady faster in the movie certainly than the other ones did you know even like me queen and all that he he realized you know what this this girl needs help and she's and she means something to me he helped with the muzzle he helped with you know the dinner and pushing mm-hmm. the meatball to her so she could eat it instead yeah. of him you Everything know, it's just he was doing was for her, even yeah. if in the beginning it was misguided. Yeah. Just a little bit. So so it's yes, a good choice. A great choice. Great choice, Sophie. Yeah. Thank you. Not to mention they released the live action one on Disney Plus in honor of Valentine's Day. So Oh yeah, I forgot about the live action version. I didn't yeah. know about that. Live and action it, Lady and the Tramp, not quite as good as the original, but in uh, 2020 they put it on Disney Plus in honor of Valentine's Day. And not well, only that, nice. not only that, but live action um Lady and the Tramp takes place in Savannah, Georgia. Yes. Uh, well, as I believe Whereas the, the other one is in the UK, I think. New 
the UK or maybe New England somewhere. Yeah, I think it's the UK, but um, but it's really cool, and it was released during COVID. Um, oh goodness! So, so mm-hmm. it was it was it was a nice welcome addition when you're in the middle of dealing with COVID. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes. So it's it's worth seeing, Brenda. I remember we okay. watched it, and it was it was kind of cute, and it was kind of neat to see it was all cute. the places in Savannah that we've seen because we've been to Savannah. You know, so it was kind of cool. neat to be able to have that and say like, "Hey, we've been there," kind of thing. That's neat. You know? So anyway, I forgot great about choice. the live action though, Sophie. Good, good memory. But that was a great topic, people. I had so much fun, and you know what? It's Disney. Next week, yeah. my list might be changed up, and never know it'll still coming. be okay. You never know. I don't know. I think my list is pretty solid. Yeah. But anyway, it is time for this day in Disney history for February 19th. So, Sophie, take it away. All right, then. I am taking us back to the year of 1941, where Disney's Technicolor feature Fantasia opens at the Apollo Theater in Chicago, Illinois. The film featuring eight animated segments synchronized to pieces of classical music first premiered last November in 1940 in New York City. A total of 13 roadshow versions of Fantasia are being held across the U.S. Exhibited in the form of a limited-run roadshow attraction, the theaters are equipped with Fantasound, a pioneering stereophonic surround sound system. Nice. And and I guess, you know, that's interesting because um, I think part of the issue with, Fanta- with Fantasia, I almost said Fantasmic, with <laughs> Fantasia is that not all the theaters could support the music to the yeah. level that it needed to to be really be appreciated. Yeah. And maybe that limited how successful it might have been because of that. That's true. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and what that speaks to, though, Sophie, is how far ahead of the world Walt Disney was. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what it speaks to, is the, yes. the genius that is Walt Disney. And it's one know. reason why I love Fantasia so much. It is such a great um piece of animation. Even though it was very, um, what's the word I'm thinking about? Niche. Yeah, very niche. Yeah, very niche. And and in a lot of in a lot of cases, underappreciated by the people who heard it. You yeah. know, it, myself included. So, but great history, Sophie. Great history. Yes, very. Ooh, All right. It's time to stump the soap. Stump the soap. You the can soap. try. I don't see any way I can succeed in this one. I, I can't imagine it. I am amazed that this character has never been used. Oh. And you're going to be amazed, too. You're going to be like, what? How did that not happen? <laughs> but anyway, this character learned to ride a horse before they learned to walk. Learned to ride a horse before they learned to walk? Yeah. 
And we're made to know that in the movie? Yes. Okay. This character leads an isolated life. Her mother died when she was a child. <laughs> of course, Brenda's like, yeah, wouldn't I be mean, a Disney movie otherwise. That's right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Most Disney movies do not have both parents involved. Yeah. Yep. That's a thing. So keep thinking. These are going to start adding up and you're going to come up with it. This character, she lives a luxurious life, but feels suffocated by her circumstances. Learned to ride a horse before she could walk. Lives a very luxurious life. No mother. Feels suffocated by her surround her circumstances. Okay. And I have one more. So one it's here. definitely a Disney princess. Okay. It's definitely a princess. All right. It can't be Ariel. She doesn't have legs. Uh, Jasmine does not have a horse. I didn't say that she had a horse. Oh. Just that she learned to ride a horse before she learned to walk. And it's not a seahorse. No, <laughs> it's not a seahorse. And this character has a pet tiger. Oh my gosh. Is it Jasmine? It is Jasmine. I thought it was Jasmine, except the horse thing. This yeah. Is, did you know, according to Jasmine, she learned to ride a horse before she learned to walk? It never said that anywhere in the movie. I don't remember that. Well, and. Here's another bit of did you know, which I didn't even think to look at really, but it's kind of cool. Although the exact date is not clear, Jasmine's birthday appears to be sometime in February. Huh. Aladdin takes place shortly before her birthday. When Jasmine and Aladdin take their trip on the magic carpet, they fly over China, where Chinese New Year is being celebrated. And that holiday is observed in mid-February. Holy oh, dang. So. <laughs> well, what Ray do you Christmas know? Shares my birthday month. There you go. That's I said awesome. it here. And I can't believe we never had Princess Jasmine as our character before. I can't believe it either. That's awesome. I God, that's surprising, isn't it? But yeah, she, um. Yep, you it's can't stop the by her circumstances. She yeah, has a, a luxurious life. She's wow. an isolated life. Her mother died when she was a child. She has a pet tiger. So good job, Sophie. Thank it you. It was harder than I thought it would be, though. Yeah, and now I need to watch it again because I'm curious if there's 
if someone talks down to her as everyone does and says something like be careful trying to ride that horse or something and she could say i was riding horses before i ever learned to walk or something you know i'm wondering if yeah. she does say that now i'm curious yeah <laughs> that's great yay sophie Thank man you. what's her record her record is like the bomb this year like she hasn't missed anything, <laughs> has she i've missed one i think yeah one Everybody's given one. That's all she needs. Yep. <laughs> all right, Brenda. Well, Close I have a little out. bit of Walt, but I have a little bit of Walt. Just a little bit. Uh-huh. And it's a short line, but it's, you know, powerful. Togetherness for me means teamwork. Walt Disney. Yep. Walt Disney. What Togetherness a great for him quote. means teamwork. Good What a good great quote. quote. Yeah, it's not a good quote. It's a great quote. You're right, Yay. Sophie. Thank you, Brenda, for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you all. And it is time to wrap it up. Next week, I have another movie topic. And I threw this one in ahead of this one. Um, one coming up because of Valentine's Day and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um but next week, I want us to think about Disney movies that we have seen that are better the second time you've seen it. Ooh. So if you saw a movie, you're like, eh. And then you saw it again, you're like, oh, that's a lot better now. I want you to think about what that movie might be and why. And it might be a quick topic, but... um but that's where I'm going with it. So, are we doing three? Well, I didn't. I don't know pick that I can number. get five out of that. Do you have three? I, I don't have any yet. I gotta think about it. Okay. I don't have any that popped to my head as something I remember that being true. Uh-huh. But I need to just think on it for a little bit. Then Looks to me three. like we need to watch some movies. I yeah. think so. Yeah. So let's do three then. Awesome. All right. Okay, well, that wraps us up. Until next week, we hope you all have a great week. Remember, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie, and that's Brenda, and he's Grogu, and we will see you you on the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.